This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. And it's still Christmas as far as bees are concerned because we've got some more Christmas presents that have come to us today. Sheffield Wednesday came to town. Sheffield Wednesday always a little bit of a bogey team for us. Even though we play well against them, they always seem to nick a point here or three points here. But not today. Not today because the bees were dominant. Both halves of the game and Wednesday came today. They could get nothing out of the bees as we came here today. And we put all three points. Two goals scored today. And... Uh, the bees were pretty magnanimous, I would say, and we are very, very happy indeed. What are you saying about that one? Oh, I'm a very happy bee, Bill. Very happy indeed. I thought we were totally dominant. I thought they weren't great, to be honest. I thought they were abject at times. But a lovely first goal from V-Bay, which started from a move from Bentley. Um, passed out. Lovely move. Lovely finish. And our second goal, I thought Flojo, Flojo's goal, he, that was coming. He really deserved that goal. He looked dangerous all game. They couldn't handle him, and that was a lovely finish. Um, I thought my man of the match was Mepham. I thought he was assured all the way through. I thought he looked really, really good. He's really growing into that position. It'd be interesting to see when Egan gets fit again if uh, if Mepham can hold his place. But I thought it was a great performance. A bit of festive cheer for the bees. Festive cheers. Interesting you say that. Everyone was chatting about Mepham on the terraces. They were going, Mepham, he's really good. He played a really great game against Villa. And again today, he is very much holding his own. And we were speaking to the Wednesday week lads um, in the pub beforehand. We speak to Tango as well, who was in the pub beforehand. We were saying, you look out for our number 33. He's only a youth team player. He's an academy player who's been coming through for us. But at the end of the day, He's come in and he's been doing very, very well. And the Mepham today, I thought he had, a, I thought he had an outstanding game. But also as well, it's interesting because the way that bees are playing at the moment now, um, it's you know we're saying that we always try and hold out for a draw at half time because before we go behind, we find it very difficult to get back in front. We hold out for a draw at half time. Of course, we went one 0 up at half time, but in the second half as well. It's hitting them on the break. It's killing these teams on the break because you can see them going for it. And Wednesday went 4-4-2 today. They went 4-4-3 against uh, Norrington Forest the other day, but they went 4-4-2. They're obviously trying to hit us with the crosses, hit us with the long balls. Wasn't quite happening for them. And all of a sudden, we smashed them up with the break today, didn't we? We did. We looked really strong on the break. I thought our passing was incisive. Movement was great. We just got too much pace for some of these teams to handle. Yes, they were 4-4-2. It did look a bit dangerous when they got those crosses in. The average height of the team seemed to be six foot six, um, but we, 
you know, we, we can pass through these teams with ease, I think. And um, they look very, very ordinary today, Wednesday, I thought. They, I thought their heads looked, looked, you know, looked down throughout the game. Um, and they were there for the taking. We took them. I thought we could have been four or five quite easily today. I thought I was a bit frustrated at half-time at 1-0. I thought we should have had two or three um, past them already. And uh, it, felt, it felt at times they could nick one. Wednesday, but um, we came back strong in the second part of the second half, and you know, it could have easily been four or five. I thought. I'm just going to ask you one quick question. We had a bench. We had a very strong bench today. A lot of people are looking at our bench and thinking, "Oh my God!" You look at Watkins on the bench. You're looking at Judge on the bench. You were looking at a very, very strong bench today. Uh, we had a three players come on. But were you a little bit disappointed that Judge didn't come on? Yeah, I was. Um, I think he's uh, he's such a talisman for the club. He looks he looks sharp when he's when he's warming up. Um, I guess the stage is set for the FA Cup um, where, I, where I imagine he would start but um, yeah um, it'd be, a, it'd be a, great, a, great, a great moment when he comes out onto the pitch I can't wait for that moment he deserves it UBs so bees are dominant today I, I mean listen uh, jingle all the way jingle all the way tell you something it's not even Brentford winning away because this is at home today Christmas cheer and joy. We're standing outside the Christmas tree at uh, Griffin Park and we've been bought more gifts as well. More gifts have been bought to, to the Brentford fans as they've done absolutely seeming tremendous today, wasn't it? It was a good performance after about 20 minutes once the team settled down. That's Marcus Gale, by the way. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good night, <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's right. Belated one That's and right. Happy New Year. That's but yeah, I think the team, they, um, they settled into, the, into their flow after about 20 minutes got the goal and just started dominating the midfield area started moving the ball around the back a lot quicker because Sheffield Wednesday they, they caused problems in the first 20 they, they made it difficult for, for Dan Bentley to get the ball out but once we made the breakthrough the game just it just fell into Brentford's hands no problem it's interesting you're saying that because we're saying that they were pressing us properly hard they were pressing us mm. hard all the way through but they couldn't do that for 90 minutes could they? No, it's hard for any team because there's always going to be a bit of give and take somewhere, and there's a weak a weak spot somewhere along that line. So, um, but Brentford once they got the goal, what, what I noticed, they Sheffield Wednesday just dropped off another ten or fifteen yards deeper, and the ball out from Bentley was a lot easier to make now, and that, that just played into Brentford's hands. And once they got into that that sort of mode, the way our Sawyer's is playing, he's like a kid in the playground at the moment. When when Brentford are comfortable, he's the He's the big kid in the playground, displaying all his sort of skills, and it makes the game look so easy. And I'm going to ask you, I mean, I mean you're a player, ex-player, you know all about the runnings out there and the way that Sheffield were playing. They came out here differently, apparently, to the Nottingham Forest game. They were 4-4-3. We had all the, four, um, the, the, sorry, the, the Wednesday posse, the Wednesday week yeah. lads. The, 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 we had, we, we had the, uh, the Tango man in the house beforehand chatting to them. <laughs> Tango's there, mate, as well. Yeah, listen, Tango's there as well, mate. He's going to be meeting us a little bit later. But um, they were saying they were 4-4-3, but they've changed their style today to a 4-4-2. And yeah. do you think that was particularly because they were trying to combat what they thought is our Achilles heel? Because the ball in the middle... The big man is what really struggles for us, isn't it? Yeah, I think they, they probably played better in the first half when they did have the big man because he was... Nuhu, Nuhu. Nuhu, he was causing a few, few problems but nothing major in terms of his height's going to he's gonna win his fair share but we picked up the second ball well. We won a few of the first balls on him. When they made the change second half it kind of just played into Brentford's hand, I think. The, the two centre-backs just handled them no problem with Rhodes up front on his own so they brought the, the second substitution on and um, but there was no sort of problem there weren't no threat a couple of balls in the box but other than that once they withstood that sort of pressure it was all Brentford to play for anyway and the second goal which was an important one for Josephson I think he really needed that 
because um, he had a, a few chances before and he just made the wrong decision at the wrong time. Um, Mo Sergi on during that second phase as well. So, you know, I can see people thinking Josephson should have maybe have come off. But, you know, they made a decision with, with Sergi coming off for Ollie Watkins. But, you know, it's paid off. There's, there's a lot of competition. And when you look at that bench today, it's a very, very strong bench to pick from. I know not even John Egan's in that match day squad, but it was still a strong bench when you got Judge McLeod, a few others on there to, to pick from. And it, it makes a good 2018 to start with. Listen, Dean Smith, he targeted nine points from the Christmas period and we've still got one game to go we've already reached that target personally and I didn't put it out there but I actually thought we are going to get 12 out of 12 this Christmas because Brentford do things in a different way mm. and this is what people don't expect us to do they thought there were four hard games we're going to struggle but we've been done alright so far do you think we're going to get the 12 points? I think we're going to get some points I think at least one <laughs> on, on Tuesday but um, I think Brentford can go there comfortable with no sort of pressure. I think Brentford play much better away from home because they're away. They know they're going to bigger teams that are under immense pressure and Brentford can relax at times. And if Soares can keep on playing how he's playing, I think, yeah, we could take the three points there as well. UBs. UBs. Only UBs. And it's the missus. Sergi, this has been a merry, merry Christmas for the bees, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. So listen, three points, three games, nine points. Uh, did you ever think that we're going to get this over the Christmas uh, period? Yeah, of course. We got a great belief in in the squad, so I think uh, we always have uh, had belief in in getting the three points always. And also, I mean, we're going to go back to the Norwich game. I mean, obviously, that that that, that game was. For you to get the three points there, that meant a lot to you as well, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. You could see in my, in my smile after the game, yeah. <laughs> You're a big smiler. So listen, we've got a big game on Monday. Yeah. Personally, I said to you, I thought we are going to get 12 points over Christmas. Okay. And listen, Monday means that we need to get another three points over Wolves. Totally confident, aren't you? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, very confident, very confident. I mean, they've got the hotter, not the real hotter. They've got a <laughs> fake hotter over there, you know what I'm saying? Are oh, we gonna... It's good also, it's good. Uh, they've got a really good team and but we'll, we'll go there with a great belief. And, but you think their style suits us, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we both uh, try to play and try to, to enjoy football. And you enjoy your football? Yeah, of course. You're yeah, going to enjoy always. your new year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enjoy your new year? New year. Yeah, all right. <laughs> in the house, we're back in the pub here today. And uh, we've been having lots of conversations over the past couple of weeks. When's the boys that come down here? Every year. To be fair, you have a laugh. You have a laugh when you come down there. We have a laugh when we go up there. It's all good, isn't it? 90 minutes gets in the way of a great day out. Indeed. We talk about it. Let's kick football out of football, eh? Exa- exactly. That's what we're trying to do at the moment, mate. Have you not seen us play recently? Yeah, well, listen. To, to be fair, and listen, I'm not going to say anything, but you two do all the talking. I mean, today, Wednesday came today. We were a little bit nervous, but um, you didn't quite give us the game that we thought you would do. I, I, and I knew we weren't going to give you a game. Honestly, I think... Do you know what, Billy... We are really, really, really struggling. Does that look as though it's a team or a club that's had £50 million worth of investment? Well, I'm going to go back to it. I mean, on, you know, on Boxing Day, you beat um, Nottingham Forest 3-0, though. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's, a, that's a result and a half, though. Score an early, early goal. Two, three worldies from the goalkeeper to keep her 1-0, get a penalty. Score the first goal in the championship away from home, and you don't know what's going to happen after that. We had no desire to get forward in the first half lump it forward to New you he's got the wrong player around him in Jordan Rhodes Jordan Rhodes isn't a runner off a big lad Jordan Rhodes is a finisher 
Billy, tell me where our wit came from today, all day. Yeah. Tell us, where did it come uh, well, from? I mean, we were looking at that team today, and Brentford were going wide, and we knew that we were going to crucify you on the wings, and we 100%. wanted to know if you had anything to combat that. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. We played Wallace, uh, Butterfield, uh, Hutchinson in, the, in midfield. So narrow, so narrow. And I've already tweeted the saviour, not the saviour, Bullen is a, is a cult hero at Hillsborough. I've already tweeted him. Wallace was as effective as a gnome in my next door neighbour's garden today. And you look where that first goal came from today, down his side. And that's been the story of our, our season. We're not good enough. We spent too much money, the players run too much money. £25,000 a week? Well, at a minimum. I mean, I've, I've heard that, you know, a Forestier was on about thirty-five or forty grand a week. Forestier's on 35000 He's injured. You can't, but you can't put it down to him. Fletcher's on £30,000 a week. He's injured. If Wednesday win and he scores, he gets a ten grand bonus. Bannon's injured. But where, where's the... Uh, OK, I'm going to ask you this question. We're going to ask this because we've got a thing going about teams like Brentford. We're a small team, you know, team. but we punch above our weight. We, we go in there, we pull players that no one ever knows about. We don't play players 35, 40 grand a week. We pay them whatever they're going to play and people come and take them to another level. How can Brentford compete against a team like Wednesday? Why do we, why do we come here and beat you? Because technically we shouldn't do, should we? Just how Sheffield United do it. Just how Preston have done team it. Spirit. Team spirit and togetherness. We had that the first season because nobody knew what we were doing. Nobody knew where we were all coming from. We had team togetherness. Nobody worried about what we earned. That, that's the difference. It's pride. It's wanting to play and wanting to work your ass off for your club so you saying that money kills it because 100% I had this conversation with you in this pub last season how much were we charging for you guys to come up to Hillsborough and watch your team play £36 there you go that's what's killing because that's feeding the players like we've got today the players that we've played today are third choice players what's interesting and I'll say this before you get more money in the pot and you give the players more money doesn't make them better players at the end of the day if your players were getting paid five grand a week they're still the same players still the same players and I would get out if I had knees and if 2,000 Wednesday fans today sang their hearts off and we'll do that continuously throughout you are impressive I have to say we'll do that continuously home and away Billy the problem is there's only about two or three players that will wear their art on the sleeve and say, do you know what, this is for them. And who, is, who, are they, who are they? Hutchinson and Joe Wildsmith. Hutchinson, because he's looking to be playing football and he knows that, one of the best centre-backs that John Terry said was at Charleston when he was a kid. He retired from football and he's just so happy to be playing football. Joe Wildsmith, because he's been brought up and he's one of our own. Look at the rest of the team. And... Uh, I'll be there on Mon- I'll be there on Monday. I'll be there at Carlisle. I'll be there at Sheffield United. I'm just so scared about Sheffield United. So scared because they always want it more than us at this moment in time, and I think I, f- I fear the worst. We got the Wednesday boys in the house and. I'm talking a bit quiet here because there's a little bit of a morgue activity going on here. <laughs> I'm trying to get these boys. Listen, I'm going to say this now. We went up to Wednesday. We got bashed up 4-0. But we were partying in the uh, in, in the River Cafe afterwards, having a laugh. You know, all the Wednesday fans, they know that. We were having a laugh and having a big laugh. Listen, guys, you know, you win some, you lose some. And this is not being condescending, but I know that you're not overly happy about losing this game. But 
Yeah, it's how it goes, isn't it? Thing is, it's only thirty hours till uh, New Year, so you know we need to be back and making plans and uh, and whatnot. Making plans it's, for it's, Nigel. It's, all, it's purely because the normal trains aren't running. So if we the normal train. Who, who does normal trains anymore? You know what I'm saying? We, 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 let's get some normal normal train actually. Let's come back to the match today. Listen. Yeah. Boys came down today, Wednesday. I thought they had a brilliant win against Nottingham Forest on Boxing Day. Didn't kind of do the same business today, did you? Awful today, really awful today. Uh, and I think um, probably the scoreline of 2 0 probably flattered us, to be fair. I think you were all over us. Uh, no complaints about um, you guys winning. You were by far the better team. We, um, yeah, it, it was it was it was really disappointing today. It was a, it was a, it was miles off what what we kind of achieved on. Um, on Boxing Day, um, and yeah, I mean it's it's a li- it's a little bit worrying for us because it didn't feel like we created very much. It didn't feel like we'd got um, much in the way in, uh, of, of ideas. I don't know. James is up from New York. You've, you've seen a couple of games. What did you What did you make today? What was your take on it? I think, to be honest, time caught up with us today. Um, you know, that's a squad that's in transition that isn't hasn't got consistency. We've not got consistency in the. Uh, in the tactics and uh, and the players didn't look very well conditioned um, we just looked half a yard short of pace and, and frankly you guys look like a team where we look like a bunch of individuals so I just say credit to Brentford I thought you were terrific today I really enjoyed watching you I'm going to watch it interesting because we talked about the formation today you were 4-4-3 against Forest but you changed it to 4-4-2 today you were going for the long ball in the middle the big man inside there do you think that maybe you may have fluffed it a little bit by worrying about the opposition as opposed to just doing what you normally do and playing your normal game well the thing is it wasn't what we normally do Today was more like what we've been doing under Carlos, and it didn't work. On Tuesday, we took a gamble, we played 4 3 3, we took the game to him, and we won. Today, it was back to how we played under Carlos, and we, we weren't good enough. We made stupid errors all, all over. However, I must say, Brentford, by far the better team, and really 2 0. You know, it could have been more. If it wasn't for Wildsmith and a few good blocks, it would have been four or five. Better team. We were absolutely diabolical. I had to stop myself swearing then. But you were the better team. We were terrible. Life goes on. It's nice getting the middle again and getting applauded. As you know, and I've spoken to James, I've been talking to him all season, the Wednesday week podcast, boys. We chat pretty much three or four times a week every week. And I keep saying to you that we have been playing brilliant football all season but we haven't been getting the results, but we continue to play this style of football and we haven't deviated from it. And I know it's little teams like Brentford, we do what we do, but it looks like it's coming good for us now, probably at a good time. Yeah, it's hashtag teams like Brentford, isn't it? Um, yeah, I thought that you uh, you did look like scoring every time you came forward. Um, I think both goals were kind of like... I mean, you barely need to get out of first gear to score those two goals. You just waltz through our defence. Um, and you seem to be hitting form at a really good time. And you could well be one of those teams that... You know, the, the teams at the moment, they're in the top six. They start looking over their shoulder a little bit. They might just be looking towards Brentford. One thing I've got to say to you, lads, and you know that we always pluck players out of nowhere that no one's ever heard of. Emiliano Marcondes. Have you heard of him? No, but can we have him? He hasn't even joined us yet. We signed him in the summer, but we left him in Denmark for three or four months just to do his thing. He's the top scorer in the Danish league now. Um, Copenhagen. Brunby, Copenhagen, everybody, like you know what I'm saying, he's the top scorer in Denmark, 18 goals, and he's joining us on January the 1st. He may not do the business as soon as he starts, but again, that's the Brentford way. Can I ask you a question now? Yes. It's been a few people that have been linking Dean Smith with a Wednesday job. Yes. Are you, are you concerned about that? Uh, well, we're not concerned about it because there's two things. Because at the end of the day, the way that our system works, if Dean Smith leaves, then we just 
bring another um, head coach in that does exactly the same as what we did. And the reason why Brentford are as they are when we had the Warburton scenario is that we wanted it to be about the system that we play. And we have somebody come in to play the system as opposed to have somebody who's really big and uh, he's bigger than the team. So that's the scenario. So Dean Smith, he's taken a couple of years to get really going and play some great football. And he hasn't had a load of money to do it with, um, but he's done really well. So if he goes to Wednesday, that'll be really unfortunate. I'll be question mark as to whether or not he'll do it, because to be quite honest, at the moment now, he's got a little bit of a kind of push on a possible outside promotion place. And at the end of the season, if he was going to go, he's better to go at the end of the season than now. But then you never know. I think it's fair to I think the reason he gets linked to us is because he played for us for a while. You know, I think I think he was club captain for a little while, wasn't he? I think it's you making up these rumours. To be honest with you, uh, we've got to make up something to keep ourselves entertained after uh, watching our boys today. Like we need we need, we need something to uh, to fill that entertainment. Indeed. So listen, anyway, listen. Safe trip, boys, on the way back, and uh, no doubt we will probably meet up again next season at the Riverside Cafe as we always do. Absolutely. Good luck to your boys for the rest of the season. Nine points over Christmas. This is very merry, isn't it? It's, it's very merry. I, I think um, I think we're already sort of pinching ourselves um, after the the home game on um, on Boxing Day. Was it now? Yeah, Boxing Day. Um, that we'd already got six points over Christmas. So nine is is is, is pretty mad. Um, I'm sort of you know see a bit of wolves at the back of my eye. And I'm sort of thinking they're a little bit disrupted. Red card, manager sent off. Who knows what we can do? Uh, what we can do there on um, on Tuesday night. The B. The B. You said twelve. Po- I said twelve points on this this. This holiday period, I, 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 have, I have said now, and I, I'm going to stick by it as well. I, I, I think we can get a result Tuesday. Um, I think we're probably one of the few teams that can play Wolves at their own game. Um, Bristol City be doing okay, so we'll, you know we'll, we'll see. But I do, I think we can definitely be competitive. I don't, I don't doubt that for a minute. Um, it's going to be tight. Wolves are the best side in this league, um, but you know. You, you, you never know. Um, I'm also looking at the league and looking at Derby in second place and thinking, how is that possible? Well, this is the whole thing about us. I mean, Derby have been the worst team to come down there this season, and that's over Burton, over Bolton, over Barnsley. I mean, they literally were the worst team that we have seen down here this season. Great defensively, but they just offered nothing at all. And it was just one of those games where if you think, oh, as they said, defensive masterpiece, the Italians would have been proud of us. Great. But it was horrendous. I mean, they didn't get out of their halves. 85% possession. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I mean, they're, they're clearly clinical and they're, and, and they're obviously better at it than Burton are because they do have something, Derby, and, and possibly they only fall into that mode once they take the lead. Um, you know, so I... They, but I, I just think, to be honest, I, I, I was chatting to some Sheffield Wednesday supporters earlier. They felt the same as me. This is a very average league this season. There's one good side in it, which is Wolves. Bristol City are okay. I think we're pretty good. And I, and I think today we kind of proved that we can play with most of the sort of standard mush in this league. And just coming back to the game today, I mean, we talked about this earlier, and I've talked about it with a lot of other people. Sheffield Wednesday changed their style of football to try and combat us in a way, and it didn't really work, did it? I, I, I've not seen them play this season, so I've got no idea. But is that what you're hearing? They changed their style. No, no, they told. They changed it to four-four-two from four-four-three. Uh, they played against Nottingham Forest, so they played it with the big man Nuhu I, up front. I thought they played four-three-three today. I thought they played Rhodes in the middle and two blokes either side of him. Maybe this, but, but again, you know, again, this is what I was told by the yeah, Wednesday yeah, that's fine, which is fine. But I, I thought they played four-three-three. Um, I thought Rhodes didn't. 
didn't. I mean, was he playing? I mean, he was, but I, he didn't get a look in. Um, and I and I just think that Sheffield Wednesday have gone back to that sort of style of football where um, and, and, and football's moved on. And Rhodes is one of those footballers. There's a lot of people thought he should come back to Brentford a year ago. Um, and you know, I, I I think you saw the difference today between between a forward-thinking team and what I think is currently a backward-thinking team. Well, it's interesting when you say that because I was chatting to one of the Wednesday lads who was on the podcast a little bit earlier, and he was saying to me off uh, microphone that Brentford need a player like Jordan Rhodes because he believes that if we play the ball into him he'll put balls back in the back of the net any time and I no, said it's not, well, you know we, we don't I said we, we've gone past Jordan yeah, Rhodes yeah it's not, it's not the way we play we play, a different, we play a different style of football we need a centre forward that brings players around him that will score goals for you into the game and Viva does that the good news is is at the moment Viva's scoring goals as well which is great news the last thing we need is a centre forward who only scores goals because we'll be playing with 10 men the rest of the match listen Laney very happy Christmas period for yourself as well isn't it oh it's stunning you know when we walked into Carrow Road I don't think any of us thought that we'd be looking at 9 out of 9 and 3 I did no you didn't <laughs> you, you, may, you may have said it but you didn't, you didn't believe it um, and you know just credit to the players really I think you know, in, in both both the, the previous games, the Villa game and the Norwich game, you know, there, there could have been moments where it, it, it could have gone a different way. We, we might have, you know, got drawn. I don't think we ever looked like losing either of the other games. But today, we 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 beat Sheffield Wednesday off the pitch in every department. Um, they 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 looked a shadow of the of the Sheffield Wednesday that I was expecting to, to, to turn out today. Um, the ones that I've seen in the last couple of years. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, today is that we had a couple of players that didn't, although they saw quite a lot of the ball, they didn't really do a lot with it. Canos and um, Josie Zoom, um, apart from Josie Zoom's goal, which was a, a quality finish, I thought it was a bit disappointing. He, he saw a lot of the ball, but didn't really do much with it. Um, but but in every department, we've got we've got players that are able and, and willing to keep trying, and they, they keep going. They don't sulk. Joseph soon, you know, he didn't he didn't beat his man a couple of times, and he, he didn't get down about it. He just carried on and carried on and carried on. Um, I thought Woodsy again was excellent. Um, Sawyer's was class. Uh, um, Mepham. You know, I can't can't say anything other than, than praise him. And um, Bielend, you know, he looks like we've got a proper partnership at the back there between those two. Um, and Yunaris, Yunaris at, at fullback, you know, he, he seems to be comfortable there now, where he looks a little bit lightweight um, when we first played him there. So, yeah, it's looking really good for the for the second part of this campaign. We're not, obviously, we go to Molyneux in a couple of days' time. That's going to be a really tough game, but hey, you know why? Why can't we go there and, and and get a draw at the very least? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Check us out at besotted.com. We've got all sorts of stuff going on there, and also go to iTunes and give us a big thumbs up, give us a a review, or just give us a. We love this podcast. Give us five stars out of five, and it just puts it up in the line, and people love us. We're going to be back in the New Year. Um, Wolves game. Um, we may even try and see if we can just squeeze out a little Wolves mini pod before that. Talk to a couple of Wolves fans and see what they're thinking about the game uh, the day after New Year's Day. But other than that, we are going to have some beers because it's New Year's Day tomorrow and we have had a very, very Merry Christmas and it looks like it's going to be a very happy New Year for the bees as we say... Come on, you bees! Away 
paydays are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.